<clears throat> Good evening. Hello. Hello. How Hi. are you? Hi. I'm really great. How are you? I'm like fine. I'm very tired. I was just like, oh my God, I can't imagine talking for a full hour. And then I was like, okay, yes, I can. I'm also very tired, but I was excited about this. So I'm glad that you showed up. I am. <clears throat> I, uh, I like having one of those days where I actively chose to sleep through going to the gym this morning. And now all day have been trying to convince myself to go at the end of my day, but I just don't, I don't think it's in the cards. I'm tired. Yeah. Girl, take the day off. Well, I took the last two days off too. Oh, well. It's over. You better get your fat ass to the gym. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And that's the thing is like, am I going out of like, uh, am I wanting to go out of the desire of discipline and routine or punishment? Either one is fine. Well, I don't think so. I don't think punishment is a is a good idea. Either one is fine. I don't think punishment is a good one. Um yes, uh how was your weekend? What's up? I had a pretty good weekend. I didn't really do much. Like it was a pretty chill weekend. Um I ended up getting like uh it's hibachi Japanese food. I don't, I don't know. know, but I ended up I got hibachi on Saturday and oh shit. Oh my god. Sorry, I just was filling my vape and I just spilled vape juice everywhere. Um I got hibachi on Saturday and I like wavered between wanting to go and not wanting to go and like wanting to stay home and just do absolutely nothing. But I ended up going. I'm I'm glad that I went. I had a good time. The food was good. The service sucked, but the the food was good. So whatever. I just how does the service at a hibachi restaurant suck? Did, like the grill didn't work in front of you? you? No, like the the cook was fine, but the you have a server oh. at the place that we went to. There's a server. And so we like placed our drink orders and I asked for a Sprite and it's rare that I drink soda these days. So I'm like, oh, I'm getting hibachi. Like, this is going to be good. I'm going to get a Sprite to go with it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a little treat. And brings me back a glass of seltzer water and like it happens the thing runs out and you get a the water whatever i just i'm like hey this isn't sprite this is seltzer he's like okay i'll bring you a new one like 25 minutes goes by and we haven't seen him he hasn't brought me a new drink nothing so i'm just like drinking it and one of the other people that we were with had to like go and find him because two more people from our party showed up and needed Mm -hmm. menus and like to order had to go and literally go and find him somewhere and be like, Hey, we need menus. And like, she, like she needs a Sprite still. So he, he brings me a Sprite and it's like, if you poured like two inches of Sprite into a drink and then poured seltzer water in the rest of it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. what? I'm just going to drink the water at this. Like God does not want me to have Sprite tonight. (laughs) So I'm just going to (laughs) drink the water. Sure. And then, it was like so busy in there. So the food at Hibachi is very good. The atmosphere can be a lot. Like it's very loud. People are yelling. Like the people at the table, like next to us in the room, not at the same um like wraparound bar thing, but like mm-hmm. this the table next to us 
were like screaming and yelling about Saki and like just super loud and crazy. And I was just like, yo, I just want to get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. But then, so, you know me, when I go out to eat, I get dessert. Like that is part of the meal. I love to have a dessert. I really just wanted some ice cream. So the Sabachi place that I used to go to in Nashua, um, part of like the meal was, you know, the salad, the soup, the actual hibachi. And then at the end, they would bring you this, a little scoop of ice cream that had a little mm. bean on top. And it was so good. Beans, beans, and- the special beans. I let him go. I didn't <laughs> know he stole in my beans. Um, and so I'm like, all right, I'm going to get just like the little ice cream. The guy comes and he gives out all our checks and cashes us out and is like, goodbye. And I was like, you didn't even ask if we wanted dessert. Like I was willing to spend more money here, but I guess I'm, I'm not. So I went across the street to the Longhorn and got a massive piece of chocolate delight. And it was amazing, but I just was not super impressed with the, the experience that we had and then the next day i went with um lila and we got japanese food and that was really good at uh the the sushi place that everybody always goes to and i got like dumplings and shit you know because i don't eat i don't eat sushi i don't like sushi but i did try um one of those like raw tuna things because i never tried that before it wasn't sashimi. It wasn't that thick. It was thinner. It started with a T or something, I think. Tartar. Um, no, I don't remember what the Japanese like word was. Um, but it was like really thin sliced and like seared a tiny bit on the edges, tuna, and it had like sesame seeds on it and some kind of like oil thing that it was in it, but it had sriracha on the top. And I do not like sriracha sauce. It tastes like spicy grass to me. And I just, (laughs) it's gross, (laughs) but I didn't gag at the texture of the tuna. So that was good. So I can try that again sometime without sriracha. Um, but that's about as close to sushi as I get. I don't, I can't do sushi. I just can't do it. Okay. I'm actually thinking of taking myself to sushi for Valentine's day tomorrow. Do it. That's great. I just might. I asked my friend to be, I asked my friend to be my date and he said, I'm going to yoga. And I was like, and he said, Oh, an actual friend, not, not like, uh, a boyfriend yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i am um meeting with somebody to talk about recovery stuff tomorrow and maybe i think oh that's a hot date so yeah i'm not super like into valentine's day is a hard one for me because like on one side of it i would love for somebody to get me acute things and whatever but the other side of it is like it's a hallmark holiday i don't give a shit you should be doing these things for your person right like anyways like what i don't know i go both ways with it one year somebody got me um like a teddy bear and it made me so uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable with like romantic things. Yeah, you like said nice that last things. week. Yeah, it just it just makes me like, oh my, like, what do I do? Like, I freeze. Like, I'm like, ah, ah, th- thank, thank you. Ah, uh, I don't, 
I don't know. I don't know what to do. So if you ever want to, you know, watch me sweat, do something romantic for me and you will see me the most uncomfortable that you've ever seen me in your life. Because I just, it's not that I don't like it or that I don't appreciate it. I literally just saw Arnold behind you jump up on your bed and it scared me. Yeah. Um, but it's not that I don't Hi, like buddy. it or appreciate it. It's just such a foreign thing Hi. to me that I get uncomfortable and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do right now. Sure. I don't know what to do. Sure. I don't know how to, how to, how to act, how to accept this. <laughs> Hi. I know. What are your thoughts on Valentine's Day? Um, I've never had one. Yeah, I, I haven't really like either. Um, I thought you have. I feel like um, I remember you planning one. I don't think so. Or maybe that was just a different holiday or birthday or something. I don't think so. I got I got um. I don't remember last year's Valentine's Day, but uh, I think the year before, um, the person that I was dating, I was like, we are absolutely not celebrating Valentine's Day. And then um, Lola was like, why did you do that? And I was like, because I don't know why I did that, but I didn't want to do it. So it just made me uncomfortable. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know. I have never had one. I would like one. The day makes me a little... Uh, I get a little sad, uh, just like reflecting. I, I, I posted this on Instagram the other day. This is like the exact time of year that I tell myself, I'm like, you know what? By next year, I'll have something. And then a year goes by and I still don't. Um, so, uh, <laughs> um, so I, I guess how I feel about it is that I have hope for one day of actually getting to celebrate it. Um, I am always amazed at my own, <laughs> my own resilience to love in terms of like, I have had so many dating mishaps or whatever. And I still, I do believe that one day I can have all the things that I internally desire. It just, gets frustrating but yeah i've never had one and yes i do i i get sad i get a little sad um i'm thinking about deleting social media tomorrow mainly just for my own health and well-being of just like reading everybody like it's not i yeah, don't know it i can, get it it depends on what I headspace every, i'm in every few months i go th through a phase where i just i get rid of it all i just um, don't it just is like I just find myself get into this place where I'm like scrolling through like Facebook or whatever. And I'm like, shut up. I just shut up. I'm tired of you. This is yeah. stupid. Yeah. I don't like what I know. And then I'm like, all right, time to go. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I believe in my, you know, someone asked me the other day over the weekend, my friend, she was like, do you think you are, do you think you know how to be in a relationship? And I said, no. And she goes, really? And I was like, okay, no, that's not true. I feel like I know how to be in a relationship. I feel like my biggest problem is I don't know how to get into one. Um, yeah. I feel like I have the ability and skills to maintain one, but getting over the hump of finding one and finding the right one, blah, blah, blah. So how do I feel about it? It's like, fine. I'm, but, 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 but I'm not 
so far in the other direction where I'm like, fuck this. I hate love and happy singles awareness day. I'm anti, you know, <laughs> none of that, none of that, because I'm like very excited for people who do celebrate. And it's like, because listen, 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 when I have one, you best believe I'm going to be the most obnoxious person on February 14th. I just like, not like externally I, I, or on social media or anything, but like, no, I, I know with I your will, partner. I will go in. I will go in. I guess I, so I struggle with, with Valentine's day because I'm like, why do, why does, why do we have to have a holiday for this? Like, why, why can't we just do these things? Like, I don't, I have a hard time with it because I'm like, you know, Get your partner a treat because you're at the store and you see it and you think of them and like, you know, take your take your partner out for the weekend in in a hotel just because you love them and you want to have a weekend away with them. Buy your partner flowers because you saw them and they were pretty and made you think of them. I hope someone never buys me flowers. Bruce up the house and do the rose petals and the stuff for your partner just because you love them. Like, I just, I have a hard time with this concept of like this specific day of the year that we celebrate love and these things. And for the people that love it and get really into it and like, that's their, that's amazing. I'm very happy for you. I like, I don't care. But for me, I, I'm like, this should be an ongoing thing. Like yeah, I want be... both. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't I don't think it's inherently bad to have a day set aside for love, to celebrate it, built into it. Oh, look, you're vaping through your mouth again. Yeah, but I fucked my vape off. <laughs> um, how sober does someone have to be for you to date them? Um... Are we talking like, like time? No, I think it, I think that's a hard question. Um, I think at this point in my life, I would prefer to date somebody that is in recovery because I have, I have been with people that are not, and there's like a weird disconnect between the, the two things. Um, so I struggle with that, but I don't know. Like my thing is like, are you growing? Are you trying to be the best that you can be every day? Are you trying, are you looking at yourself and your actions and the way you think and the way you react to things? Are you open to constructive criticism? Are you open to be being held accountable? Are you able to communicate about things like those? Those are the things that I look at more than like, do you have how many years sober do you have and like did you work a recovery program and like what did you do for this like I don't it's more of like how does it feel when I'm around this person like does this person feel like they're grown because my thing is like in my life now the goal is growth he's so Arnold's so cute Mm. (laughs) but in my life, the goal is growth. Like we're growing, we're going up this way. This is the way that we're going and we're not stopping and we're not becoming complacent and we're not becoming like satisfied with mundane things. Like we are going to the top. Mm -hmm. And 
living like that if they're if the person is not also in that mindset it's not going to work because i'm i keep out i will outgrow them and i have had that happen to me in sobriety that like i've outgrown people and it sucks and it's sad but like at the end of the day it's like thank god Mm -hmm. i agree i agree i i actually don't really care one way or another whether somebody's in recovery um i knew that for me it's more exactly what you said like what i have found is that i am someone who is committed to self-awareness and self-growth on a really just intrinsic level and i mean just because someone's in recovery doesn't mean that's how they live either um and so for me it's more are you someone who's consistently engaged with your your positives and your negatives and working on yourself and trying to grow passion things like that like it's more qualities that i i personally had to have recovery to learn how to have or do but that does not mean it is for everybody in some ways i actually prefer someone who's not in recovery because it's fun to say the same thing but speak different languages about it um yeah but but (laughs) what nothing no i was just thinking about like the the experience that i had with dating somebody that was not in recovery when i was in recovery and like how big that difference was for me and like what you're saying implies to me that maybe you have found regular people um or people that are not in recovery that are about growth and i just i feel like it's really difficult to to find people like that even even just like to have friends but i also live in this little recovery bubble and don't really like go outside of that and that's okay for me and well i would also say not just your recovery bubble but your geographical bubble like people move to new york city because they have passion drive and want to move forward and grow yeah, that's true. Not necessarily with internal goals. That is a lot of professional and external goals, but it could be paired with internal drive as well. And yeah. internal of things. Um, like connection and intimacy and things like that are all really important to me. Ow. Um, but I don't think I could be with someone that does. I don't know if I could be with someone who does cocaine and Molly. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't think I would have any interest in that. Right. Like I. In dating that or, being, I, or, or it wouldn't bother you. Any In dating that, like I, I don't really have interest in dating somebody that even drinks. I just, I find it gross and i don't not gross like drinking is gross but like alcohol is gross to me so like smelling that on a person makes me nauseous like smelling alcohol makes me nauseous like i don't i don't like it and i don't think that i with a gag reflex whoa (laughs) i don't think that i 
would be interested in being around that. I think that I could tolerate somebody who occasionally like smoked weed, but I also just like, I don't think I would want to, I just, I don't want to, because I'm like, if, if you, and this is where like, I know that I am an, 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 I just, I know that I am different and I'm meant to be in recovery is because I just like, if you are growing and like you are improving your life and you are doing these things, why do you need to add substances into it? Like, like if you're doing the work behind improving yourself and improving your life and growing and like being the best version of you, why do you need to add substances into it? What does that like, why, why are you not okay on your own? If it's for entertainment, why can't you entertain yourself in different ways? If it's for uh, anxiety or stress or PTSD, get a therapist and like learn some coping skills and, and work through that. I would understand if it's for like a major medical condition that cannabis helps with because there are major serious medical conditions that cannabis helps with. But that's like you're not just like getting stoned on the couch every day. Like you're you're using it as medicine. It's a different like a different use for it. But I struggle to understand the concept of like uh, needing to add a substance into your life if you are functioning at mass max capacity of like growth and learning about yourself and like developing your character and your person. I I struggle to understand that, and that's okay. It's it's not for me to understand. It's not something that I will ever have the leisure of doing again, and and that's okay. I just. I don't think it's something that I would be interested in. Interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't share almost any of that. I don't care about alcohol or weed really. I mean, if someone I can't be with someone who like wakes up, smokes right away, smokes in the middle of the day, smokes in the afternoon. Like that's that's not for me, but if they're like on occasion whatever smoking weed, I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. Um, alcohol doesn't really bother me again. If they're getting like fucking blackout messy drunk, no, but if they drink and I can continue holding conversations with them, we're, we're golden. Um, and then obviously like they get drunk or really stoned, like on occasion, you know, blah, 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 like live your life. I don't care for me. It's just more like cocaine and Molly. I, I don't, First of all, I don't want to go out when you're using those substances, like with you. No, thank you. <laughs> um, and second of all, I don't know if I could handle it without getting jealous. Like those two substances specifically. Like if I knew my partner was out at Horse Meat Disco and they were doing Molly, like I would... I would be more, I think I would be more jealous about the drugs they were doing at the time they were having than any boy they would kiss while there. Yeah, I, I, I share that sentiment. And I was also thinking about what you said about, uh, like occasionally smoking and drinking. I think maybe I could be okay with that. My, my take on it is a little discolored because of the experience that I had when I, when I dated a, a, person that wasn't in recovery and like they probably should have been well okay um, that's very and different. so <laughs> they weren't it wasn't like they didn't get like blackout drunk every night but like it was just like a little more than i could well, appreciate even if you, but even if you think that they should maybe should have been in recovery that's really different yeah and and 
I don't know. I guess my, I guess I could have, I could definitely have a different experience. It would just depend. Like it would just, it would depend on the way that they acted. It would depend on how often it was. It, it, it would just be very dependent on how they were when they were not indulging in substances. Like, you know, you, you want to smoke weed sometimes. Sure. Whatever you want to have a, a beer, whatever, but like, what's the rest of your life look like? Exactly. I guess. Yeah. No, I, 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 I really, alcohol and weed just really don't like phase me at all. And I, I have seen people and really respect people who like, yeah, I, I can use it to calm down and blah, blah, and unwind for like, I have so many friends here. I think a big thing is, like you said, like you live in a recovery bubble. I did when I lived in New Hampshire, but here I have so many friends who I went to school with who drink and party absolutely normally. Um, who do cocaine yeah. and Molly on occasion, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I see people who do it in healthy ways. I know it absolutely exists. And so that's why it's like, for me, it's like, I can date weed and alcohol. I just think I would be too uh, jealous with cocaine and Molly. Cause it's just, those are two like uh, immortalized substances in my life of like, they were always fun. I never got in trouble on them. They never brought me any harm. I mean, obviously they did, but like in the grand scheme of things, like they were the fun part of exploring drugs. Yeah. And I just um like I've had friends tell me, oh, I went to blah, blah, blah. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I like my first thoughts, like, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. So I, yeah, I just but I don't I don't know. I don't know if I could date that, but I definitely weed and alcohol, like I said. Like, I really don't mind at all buying someone a drink and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think for now, my my opinion stands is I, I would prefer to date somebody in recovery. I think that there's more, more common ground that I can find. Not that, like, recovery is my entire life. Sure. Um, But, like... I work in treatment and I do have my own, you know, personal recovery program that I do. And so it's a large portion of my life. And I think that that's easier to kind of manage and navigate with a person that understands at least most of it. Sure. And I don't know, it's just a different, I feel like it's a different dynamic. Sure. Than, I know. Absolutely. Than a, person that's not in recovery my but friend, my mind would stay open my friend asked me that this that question this weekend and i was wondering what your answer would be because i was i really pondered mine as we're having this conversation like as you can tell my thoughts and my opinions are kind of all around like all over the place right like changes and then kind of changes back and like so i don't i don't really I don't know. It's very situational, but in this moment right now, I would say I would prefer to date somebody that's in recovery. So change my mind. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it interests me because it's like, uh, you know, um, why does somebody need that? Well, it's not necessarily that they need that, but that it's like they're, um, Unlike myself, they are allowed that. Like we're all allowed to meditate. We're all allowed to shop. We're all allowed to go out to eat to a restaurant. 
some of us are allowed to have a drink or two or smoke a, a little bit of weed, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, anyone is allowed to, but it, it more like, you know, resonates with or is able to things like that. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Without it, without it ruining their life and without, you know, cause some, I do fully believe in and endorse like the spiritual effects of some drug usage, you know, like, um sure sure you know i guess i am i am at this moment just so far removed from and this is a a really great thing for me um so far removed from any like want or longing or need to to have out a drink or like smoke wheat or whatever that I just don't understand why anybody else would want to. And that's a me problem. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's bad. I'm not like yeah. drinking is bad and smoking weed is bad. I don't give a shit what you do. Mm-hmm. I just am so far removed from a want to do that, that I'm like, just no, thank you. When's the last time you socialized around alcohol? I don't know. Um, Probably one of the weddings that I went to a little while ago. Yeah. I'm I sure think... there was, or like at, at, you know, holidays, my family drinks and stuff, but not like, like friends. I don't mm-hmm. have really any, I don't have any like regular friends. Mm-hmm. My, anybody that I knew was using, like I lived in this little world of, mm-hmm. of drunks <laughs> and drug yeah. addicts. Both the guys so I, I semi dated have... in, New Hampshire were not in the program, but didn't problematically drink, but drank. I'm trying to think the guys I've done. I got out a few dates with people in recovery, but then also was with someone who wasn't in recovery, but chose not to drink and then started to drink. And that was a really interesting experience. Like, um, yeah, that was an interesting. I learned a lot from that because they really felt like I started to judge them because they started to drink. And I'm like, I don't care. You're like, I literally don't give it a shit. But it was interesting because our relationship was built on me getting to know him as someone who did not drink. And then being out with him while he drank was an adjustment. Like if I get to yeah, know you course. and I already know what you're like, what you're like in that way. That's one thing, but like I've been, I was hanging out with this guy for like six months and then he started to like start drinking again. And again, no problematic drinking behavior. It just was an adjustment. Like when we went out, I'm like, oh, oh, like this is new. This is like, this is not what I have grown to understand this relationship with you as. And I will say, I've also been in a few situations where I've met someone, um, had a great time with them and then like went on a date with them and was like, Oh wow. You're really, you're really different than when I first met you uh, because they're not as lucid or as, you know, open and free. So like, that is some of the pitfalls of like, you know, dating someone who's, and it's just interesting because it's like one thing about being sober is that like, I go through moods and I'm like, sometimes I'm like more talkative or more awake than I am. But, but like, yeah, of course you, you really get the same me in all situations. Yeah. And that's really different. And so, um, 
just like navigating that. But again, the social circles here are so different. Um, Mm -hmm. The gay scene is so different. Um, You know, but I will say there's like a surprising number, not surprising. There is a lot of people who just don't really drink, you know, which always surprises me because I'm like, if you could, why would you not? But okay, go off. (laughs) Cool. Good for you. I do have a question for you as well. I also just realized we've now talked about dating for like two episodes in a row, but it did. I mean, this one's Valentine's day. So whatever it naturally comes up. Um, But I do have a, but I do have a question for you. How do you feel about an ayahuasca trip? Um, would I take one? Probably not. Because um, I just don't think. I don't know. It sounds scary to me. Okay. And it sounds like I, I wouldn't want to have that experience. Um. And I'm all about like the I'm all about that stuff. Like I used to love LSD. I still think that it's an incredible thing. Um, but ayahuasca is just different. And um, I understand it has medicinal properties and it's meant to be used for healing. And like there's a whole ceremony and like the whole thing that goes with it. And it's sacred. And that's amazing. And like if that's your thing, please like, sure. I do it. Go ahead. But I don't think that I would do it. I've also thought about this regarding LSD. Um, because I, I've, I, I've done LSD a few times in my life. Um, what? I, <laughs> shocking. I know. And, um, I really enjoyed it. And, you know, me being me, I'm like, oh, I would love to do that again. But then I'm like, I feel like if I were to do LSD now, I would have a difficult trip because I am in recovery and I would be up like feeling weird that I was indulging in this substance while I'm not supposed to be indulging in substance and like finding that separation of like the two different things and what whatever that might look like. Um, and that's not to say that I'm like wanting to do LSD, but it's just a, like a thought that I've entertained and like, like just, you know, thought that through. And I feel like I could have the same or a similar experience with other hallucinogenics and other like, uh, you know, spiritually rendering substances like ayahuasca where subconsciously or consciously, I would feel shame or guilt for participating in that ceremony when I'm supposed to be like in recovery and like sober and, and not doing that. I guess it would be very circumstantial and very situational as to like, who am I doing this with? Why am I doing it? Like what's going on in my life? What, like what has led me here to this point? Um, you know that kind of stuff to see like what it would really what it would really be like what are your thoughts i want to do one not anytime soon not tomorrow 
the main reason why I don't want to do one sooner rather than later is because like um financially I'm not in a place to even consider that whole experience. Going to Peru. Yeah, exactly. Um but there is a part of me that I don't know. I just um I think if I have checked my intention. Yep. If I am not going for the purpose of getting high. If it is a trip where I like really plan out the shaman and the this and the that, like it's all like the full experience. Like I have a friend who has gone and done it multiple times now. And when he explained it to me, like it's not up like fucking going to the club and like nope. rolling. Like no that that to me is drug usage, you know. Yeah. Um no, ayahuasca is like a whole ceremony, like it's a it's a big I it's don't a know. big experience. I don't know if I see it as a breach in recovery. So that's where I struggle with LSD, for example, because I'm like I don't know. And then when you really look at it, it LSD affects a different part of the brain than the the regular drugs that people get addicted to. Like they they work in two separate parts of the brain and they they go to two separate places in the brain. So there's like the science part of it, but then there's also like the the other side of it that's like I am not going to do LSD to like um oh and I got so fucked up like that's not uh-huh. that's not it it's like for the experience part of it of like you know having this experience the same the same reason why people do ayahuasca to have the experience to to see the universe or whatever it is um but at the same time uh, I just I don't know I feel like subconsciously a part of me would would struggle with it um just because of like the recovery culture and like can i say that i have a a, i uh, i'm trying to think of like how to say what i want to say i feel like at some point in my life i will do lsd again not tomorrow interesting not not in not next year like the time will come that it will be right. Maybe I'm the gonna time be... has come bum, 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 bum. for you, you know, to maybe lip-sync. I'm gonna be like 60 years old for your life. For your life, life, life. <laughs> thank you, Rue. Um, come on, Mother Rue, bring the queen her crown. I approve this message, and all I'm gonna say is I'm shake Kool-Aid, and I always so when you're 60, you're gonna be a fucking tripping. Maybe. See, I, I I don't know if I could do LSD without the intent of the effect produced because I have never had a spiritual experience on um on uh I have never had a spiritual experience on hallucinogenics. Every time I've done it, I've like gotten some of the um like visual the hallucinations obviously and like i remember having a big like 
So the first time I ever did LSD was with a guy. It was both of our first times. And we went to Central Park on Halloween and tripped. Oh, my God. Terrible decision. That sounds horrible. On many, many levels, terrible decision. In the middle of the trip, I remember laying there and thinking, it is horrible that I am hanging out with you because, and I said this to him out loud, I was like, because I really think that you don't like me as much as I like you and that I'm, I'm inherently using you. And he said, yes, that's true. Like in the middle of this trip, like this is my first time. Um, and then I remember us like having to leave Central Park and navigate our way back while also trying to get in touch with reality. Like I had no idea what time it was. I like couldn't figure out what day it was. And then it's Halloween. So we're on the train and everybody is dressed up. Uh-huh. Which when you're already struggling with reality uh-huh. and everyone's in costume. No, that sounds that like a really, really difficult experience not it so like that that moment of like honesty was like a spiritual experience on it but i've had those moments in recovery as well just like divine honesty if i'm like really listening um yeah so i've never had but i do believe that they do exist i just don't know how okay so again it goes into like intent for me like what Mm -hmm. is my intention i i can see myself planning an ayahuasca trip that is without the intent of getting fucked up and really about like, I'm going to experience this uh, experience spiritual in nature with like medicinal uh, uh, properties to it. You know, for me, for me, I don't think I could ever conceive an LSD or shroom trip without Mm -hmm. wanting the effect produced. Like, yeah, I don't. Well, think do you I, think that's meaning... because you have all? Do you think that's me? That's because you've already done it and you know what the effect is. And with ayahuasca, you haven't done it and you don't know what the effect is. I think um, that I know because uh, I went into the experiences of LSD and shrooms the first time with like hopes of a spiritual ish, and it didn't happen. Um, and the way I view those substances is like, yes, I know they have spiritual properties, but really I want to get like, I want to get fucked up, loopy, hallucinate, fucking yeah. uh, watch the leaves dance, you know? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever done DMT? Mm-mm. That's a, that's also a pretty cool one. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I have not. I, I did DMT a couple times and that's that's quite an experience and would be something that would be really interesting to explore. And again, like I have no intention of of doing these things. Like it's not like I'm like planning to to do this or like I hold some sort of reservation to like to do these things. But it's just like I don't know if sometimes it's so like you were saying earlier about um people using like Coke and Molly and like the jealousy of that. I experience the same thing when it comes to um like hallucinogenics like that, like DMT or LSD. I surprisingly never did mushrooms. Okay. Um, but I experienced the same thing where I'm like, oh, I, I would like to 
I wish that I could do that. Like, like a little like, hmm, hmm. Hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, I also am interested in pushing the limits of my own mind and how magnificent the brain is and like trying to essentially like induce these things did you get new teeth (laughs) (laughs) vincent's like on camera just showing me his bottom teeth show me your teeth 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 who sings um i have no idea i know you don't (laughs) oh my god Um, oh my god stop the presses i'm going on a tangent okay i got beyonce tickets Oh my god! So my, they, I'm like so excited for you. Holy okay, shit! I'm gonna hang up. I'm gonna hang up. I'm gonna hang up. <laughs> All right, tell me a story. Let's. No, hear it. no, no. Now it's done. All right. So anyway, what I was saying was, <laughs> come on, tell us about. Tell us about Beyonce. I, I want to hear it. You have to really want me to. I really do. No, I need you. I would. Genu- I would. Have, I need to genuinely. I would have kept. I would have kept telling my story when I just said, as I was saying, if I didn't actually want you to to talk about it, because I can tell how excited you are. So, so Ticketmaster like had us out here in these streets. They had us out here sweating. So you could sign up for three different types of presale. There was the yeah. Beehive, which is like her fan club. And then there's your, if you have a city card and then there's verified fan. And they were like, we have had uh, this hot, the highest volume of people applying and blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's like uh, eight times the amount of people want tickets and blah, blah, blah. You know, they, they had us out here sweating. And on Friday, we got a, uh, our hands on an access code to Verizon presale looked it up the show in new york was like the cheapest ticket was a thousand dollars we were like "Mm, no um but then they had tickets for her show in houston and we were like should we should we i was like let's just do it because if we don't get tickets in new york i'm gonna be fucking pissed so we paid for houston tickets pre-sale ends general sale starts there's a ton of tickets ton like so (laughs) hugely open availability whatsoever and we're like fuck we got got we got got like that mentality like they we were the perfect audience of them stressing us you were yeah you were the people like they 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 got they got me they got me gal they really and i was like a little sad and i was like whatever i'm going to book the new york show because i was buying for my friend and i as well like two of us um yeah so I bought for the New York show as well. And I was like, damn, like, you know, like I've been like in all this financial insecurity and here I am buying concert tickets to two separate concerts and da, 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 you know, but I was like, whatever, like I'll figure it out. I can sell the Houston tickets if I want to, or honestly, if we just make just a trip go. out of it. Yeah. I'll go twice, you know? Um, um, oh, which, oh, that's actually a really good question I have for you. Um, so I was a little doom and gloom about it, but then I call I my friend who I was buying tickets for, she's traveling, she's in Copenhagen right now. And I finally got her on the phone and getting to tell her that I got us tickets and her reaction was all worth it. We literally yeah. were like dancing around screaming. 
and squealing and like girls. There is a very large yeah. possibility that we're going to go to both. You should go to both. Which Why not? Be exactly. Which leads me to a question to more. We're not going to get to the topic today to um <laughs> to get because we're fine. at we're at 46 minutes. But yeah, this is okay. I this is another conversation we had this weekend. Okay. I have all this. I'm like not financially secure whatsoever. I have credit card debt. Mm -hmm. You know, my savings account is a joke right now. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> a huge reason why is because I value experience over yep. saving more. Yep. Mm -hmm. What What is your stance on this? And then I will say mine. Um, I try to find a balance between both. Like I want to go out and have experiences and I would say majority of the time I'm like, fuck it. And I buy the tickets or I book the hotel or I do the whatever. And like, I'll figure out the money part of it after. But at the same time, like I, I want to have money. I, I want to have savings. Like I, you know, so I will also look for discounts or book hotels through Groupon or, you know, find different ways to save money. Um, but I value I value having experiences over just like stockpiling money. Mm -hmm. And I think we talked about this a little bit when I went through my like big extreme financial insecurity. But Yeah, like, was it financially responsible? No. But, <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, maybe because I don't have any massive, massive, super massive responsibilities. But, like, when I look back on my life, am I going to wish I had a savings account or seen Beyonce in concert? Seen Beyonce in concert, for sure. And I think there's <laughs> something. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And I think there's something generational in it because like my dad just cannot understand that. Oh, and I see, don't, my dad's the opposite. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't necessarily try and convince him, but like my dad's very like, stay home, save your money. Um, no. And I'm just kind of like. No, thank you. I, I wish that people could see your face. <laughs> I don't, I just like, <laughs> I, you know, and like, it was this thing where like, even on our way to, so I went out of town this past weekend, even on our way to out of town, like I was like, you know, oh my gosh, I don't have money. I don't have money. The minute people were talking about Beyonce tickets, I'm like, let's do it right now. Because yeah. I don't, I, I do. That's the thing though, is I do spend my most money on experiences than I do anything else. Clothing, mama, trash <laughs> i i'm not kidding i'm not kidding i wear the same pair of pants to work every single day i mean it's like you're not getting dirty at work and i mean like for two or three weeks until i do laundry again i mean daily. that's that's a little long daily but like and on I the weekend if them. i have to wear nicer pants i wear them too yeah i'm wearing them well, on average five to six days a week for three weeks sometimes four at a time before they get washed girl i'm gonna suggest you do your laundry but i have tickets to beyonce in new york and in houston 
See, I think and, I think that there's to a me, fine those, line. To me, like mama, that makes sense. Tell me See, I'm wrong. I would wash my pants and also get tickets to Beyonce. I wash my pants, but I also only have one pair. Buy more pants. No, because I don't have the money. Well, I would That's buy more pants That's and get you can twist, Go to no, the thrift shop. You can twist my arm and be, I, I will like, I will fucking, I will scrape the toothpaste. I will pop the corn and feed the children. I will do the bare minimum. But if you're like, hey, Vincent, want to go out to dinner? Yes. <laughs> you know. See, I I try to to find the balance in there of like, having the experiences and uh, having the things that I need, but also like I, it, it, <laughs> I'm having a hard time um, articulating this evening. I keep getting caught in this, like a malfunction, a glitch. Um, I, it, <laughs> I hustle. Like I figure it out. Like I'm like, okay, I need to buy clothes but I also want to go to this concert. So I'm going to make it fucking happen. Like I'm going to buy the clothes and then I'm going to buy the tickets to the concert. And then like, I'm going to figure out the rest, whether that's like, I, you know, don't go grocery shopping for this week and I eat the food that's in the pantry or I don't go out to, to, or I go out to dinner, but I don't get the filet this time. I get something small, like whatever that is, I figure out how to make it work so that I can have my cake and I can eat my cake. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, I, um, you gotta get with the hustle. I do hustle. I do the hustle. Um, yes. I mean, I, one pair pair of pants does not sound like I think that is, I think that is hustling and grinding making it work uh, it, 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 it. i uh i eat expired food yeah that's filthy that's filthy i really tested the waters this weekend with a, a carton of almond milk that i was like has definitely been in my fridge for too long and i was like well it's not chunky it's not slimy it doesn't smell bad and it doesn't look too terrible like it looks just a little darker than normal so i'm gonna eat it and nothing happened and it was great and i was very happy i I put myself through days of intestinal pain eating expired yogurt yeah i know you're ridiculous i just i flew too close to the sun because i paid for it and it had protein in it. See, Wait, last question. That is not think... hustling. <laughs> I see. I think that is. That is not hustling. Maybe this is why I don't have a boyfriend because hustling and desperate walk a fine line and I just see it as hustling. <laughs> hustling is like making it work and you're like still on top. Desperate yeah. is whatever you're doing. That's me and dating, making it work and still on top. Oh, girl. Oh. Ew, ew. That was homophobic. What you just did was homophobic. (laughs) Um, My last question is, 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 is that- How dare you accuse me of being homophobic? Well, wait till you listen to it back. The- Don't you know who I am? Yes, I do. And the more I learn of you, the more I learn you're homophobic. So my- (laughs) Stop it. I am not. I am not. Stop. What do you think? That's incredibly offensive. Do you think that this 
this feeling I have is going to change with age or it's something that I need to work on. What feeling? Of financial like experiences and not in, in uh, maybe because in my mind, I'm just like, oh, when I, I think... make when I make more money, I'm going to save more. But I just no, don't make not. enough money. But I don't know if that's true because in New Hampshire, I was pretty good. That you live no, in. in New Hampshire, I was pretty good at saving when I had extra money. But there was also a lot less to do in New Hampshire than New York. Because the thing is, is I keep telling myself like, oh, I'll do it when I'm older. And then I realize like, oh, well, I'm 30. Yep. So. When. Do it when you're older forever until you die. When do I have to know? Will will this change over time, or is it something I have to put actual effort into? I mean, I would say you have to put actual effort into it, but only if you actually want to change it. Yeah, that's not the answer I wanted. I know. <laughs> I mean, it might change over time as your life changes. Like you'll be, you'll have new priorities. But I really question what for it's now. Be like buy when the I... fucking tickets. And that's how I feel because I really question what my life is going to be like when I am making enough money to actually like live without living paycheck to paycheck. Because yes, yeah. I bought these tickets and yes, that was irresponsible. But in general, like I don't live a very extravagant, flamboyant, over the top lifestyle. I mean, yeah, you're eating expired yogurt for days on end. So, so I do wonder what. I don't know, but this brings up a whole nother conversation that I, where it's, we're running out of time to have, so I won't have it, but like, oh, I'll put it on the topic list, but like us living in a new financial landscape, but with the same expectations of the generation prior. I'm computing that in my brain. We can talk about it later. Yeah, we can talk about that. I got um, it. Well, this was, uh, this was not what I expected us to talk about tonight. Yeah, it's totally not even anywhere near the actual topic, which is fine. It's great. We did we'll it. There. We showed up. We're here. We'll we talked there. about some good stuff. Don't smoke any weed. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do ayahuasca or LSD. Me either. So we got that going for us. Today. Just today. Just for today. <laughs> I can. Uh, well, I love you very much, Emily, and I can't wait to see you next week. I love you too. Goodbye. Bye.